This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank the Lord for an opportunity to hear His Word. But before we go into the Word, I want us to, I want to make some few changes to our time of broadcasting or our time of coming to service on Sundays so that it joins in with our Father's time of the flow, unity flow service. Now, the flow service starts according to the time in Accra South African time 2 p.m. So we are trying to shift our service or we are planning to shift our service to coincide or to go closer so that we join in with the unity flow service so that we will also be blessed by our father and this is very important so that our lives and our ministry will flourish so that we will be in the presence of God's anointed God chosen blessed servant that our lives will be blessed it is my duty to make sure that you enjoy what has caused my life to flourish since I met him as my pastor my Christian life has been going up and up and up and up and I want you also your Christian life to go up amen so let's do everything we would announce properly the adjustment time but I'm just alerting you that I'm intending to adjust the time so that you don't have to go off and come on but rather to have one big service and so please start planning because up until now we've been we are doing our service as 10 to 12 and then from 2 we join into our father but what we are going to do is that we're likely to shift it so that it overlaps and then we get a chance to hear the word of god from our father and receive the anointing that is upon his life into our lives i mean this time of covid 19 lockdown has been a great blessing for many of us it has been a great blessing for me i don't know about you particularly the flow prayer meetings and uh, i do pray but you know sometimes when an anointed person leads you it's different from a lesser anointing it's like there are greater lights and there's a lesser light so i am blessed to be pastored 
by my father and leading us in prayers and I really want us to take advantage of this season you hear him always say that this season will not last forever the truth is even if he wants it to last forever it will not because nothing lasts forever it's only when we exit out of here that everything will be forever amen so please take note of the time that we will announce we will send out flyers when we have worked out everything clearly so that we are able to join in the wonderful service of our father amen good well it's a blessing this morning to have to hear the word of the lord and may the word of god guide us may the word of god lead us in this world where we roam may it be our light as we encounter the enemy our source of wisdom when we meet the difficult rivers we must cross so join me as we sing together ancient words holy word holy word long preserved long preserved for our walk in this life in this world they resound with God's own heart oh let the ancient world impart thank you Holy Spirit words of life words of hope give us strength Help us cope in this world wherein we roam. Asian words will guide us home. Asian words ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come. Have come with open heart, O oh, land, the Asian words in part. Asian words, Asian words, ever true, changing me, changing me, and changing you. We have come, we have come with open Hearts, oh, oh let the Asian words impart. Holy words of our faith, holy words of our faith, hand and down, hand and down to this age, to this age, came to us, came to us. Through sacrifice, oh, he the faithful words of Christ. Holy Lord, holy words, long preserved, long preserved for our walk in this world. In this world, they resound, they resound with God. 
on high, O let the ancient words Ancient words ever true, ancient words ever true. Changing me, changing me, and changing you. We have come with an open heart. We have come with open hearts. Let the ancient words be. Ancient words ever true. Ancient words ever true. Changing me, changing me, and changing you. We have come, Lord. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words. Our Heavenly Father, with open hearts indeed we have come. Let your precious words that has been from the beginning. In the beginning was the word. Let it indeed be our guide and be our lamp. Let it be our wisdom that would walk in to overcome your adversary. Thank you, Lord, for strength, the power that comes as we walk in your word. By your word, we defeat every satanic agenda against our lives. Every manipulation of Satan has failed because of your word. Because of your word, we are delivered from the arrows of the enemy. As we stand on your word, which is the rock, no storm, no wind, nothing of the enemy shall be successful against us. But from victory unto victory, we shall march. Through our lives, many shall be set free from captivity. Many shall be set free from the darkness of this world. Through our lives, O oh Lord, your name will be glorified. Through our lives, praises will come unto you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence with us. Manifest your presence by setting free and breaking every stronghold of the enemy that we would walk victoriously, triumphantly, as we march through this life thank you for your presence to teach us thank you for your presence to guide us into the truth of God's word that is relevant to our present condition Holy Spirit speak speak to us speak to us I thank you that my sufficiency is not of my wisdom but of you Holy Spirit therefore I surrender speak through me that which God has ordained for us we give you praise we honor your presence and we submit to your leadership and guidance have your way spirit of the living God have your way thank you I pray for every sick person that as the word says by his stripes we were healed walk in your healing walk in your healing you were healed when Christ hung on the cross therefore this sickness is not of you reject it and declare your healing it is already done in Jesus name I pray thank you for healing amen, amen. hallelujah hallelujah
Well, we have the privilege of continuing to hear the word of God, lockdown or no lockdown. The enemy thought enemy thought he was inventing internet to spread evil. But that same evil God has also taken the wisdom to even ride upon his efforts. The Bible says, if the prince of this world had known, they would not have crucified Jesus Christ. In other words, what they thought they were doing, God was using advance his cause. What a God we have that can use anything to advance his cause. And as Satan thinks he's putting you in the corner, what he doesn't know is that he's building your faith in God and making you stronger and stronger to be a torment to his kingdom. Setting captives free by your life through your faith. Thank you that you are we have a God who makes us overcome in all things. You are an overcomer. You are a great servant and a great vessel of God. Whatever you are going through is preparing you for your next level. And you shall look back and say, yes, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Satan thinks that he's putting you down, but what he doesn't know is that he's actually promoting you. Because you have a God who works all things and makes all things possible. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We continue our teaching, my whatever we've been sharing and talking on in relation to faith, our confessions, and remember, because of the importance of our confessions, we, we are what we say, and we have what we say. We believe, the Bible tells us that by faith we believe that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So it is important for us to also know that our words are important. They are not just words that we speak but they are words that create because our God created the world by speaking and we are created in the likeness of our God therefore by our words we create our world hallelujah by our by our words we create our world what do you want to create i said what do you want to create the bible says through faith we understand that the worlds in other words there's, there's more than one world The wealth of the ages were framed by the word of God. Listen carefully. So that 
things which are seen were not made of things which do appear the new living translation puts it i'm reading hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 the new living translation puts it like this by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at god's command that what we see what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen in other words what we see now was not gathered and molded and fashioned from things that can be seen but as God spoke his word it came into being and in the same way what you speak what you speak is going to determine what you have and understanding that what we see now did not come from anything that can be seen makes it necessary for you to not think and to speak according to what can be seen i don't know if you understand what i'm saying the bible tells us that that we now that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen it means that it means that if your confession is based on what can be seen then you are actually putting yourself at a disadvantage in because you can have what you want even though it cannot be seen you can bring it into being to be seen so if you want a beautiful life it all depends on your words i said it all depends on your words and therefore it is very important for you to speak I said it is very important for you to speak according to what you want to see and bring into being what you want to see from the realm that cannot be seen hallelujah i mean it's very important some of you who says no we only operate by logic we only listen logic is a small portion of thinking or reasoning and logic what you call logic is dependent on what you know because what is logical to you is according to your knowledge but God knowing that there is there's more than what can be seen brings into the place that things can be seen what could not be seen before by speaking it so i'm entreating you to begin to speak not according to what can be seen but according to what cannot be seen 
I said to speak not according to what can be seen but according to what cannot be seen and also to speak actually what God has spoken and that is Lamentations chapter 3 because you see there's nothing more true than speaking what God has spoken because you see God speaks the truth there's no lie in him so when you speak what God has spoken concerning your life concerning your world so shall it be it shall be so the Bible says in Lamentations 3.37 Who is it that saith and it cometh to pass when the Lord commanded it not? So the safety of your confessions is to say what God has said about you even though you cannot see it because you can bring by saying by your words you can bring into the visible realm what was invisible so why don't you say the invisible things that God has said about you why don't you declare the same thing why don't you declare the same things over your life and make sure that you are declaring what God has said and it will come to pass hallelujah so as we press on and then then the bible also tells us that what is in our heart is actually what will guide the issues of our lives in proverbs 4 23 solomon says guard your heart with all diligence for out of your heart are the issues of life the new living translation says guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life guard your heart above all else for it determines the course amen and you will notice you will notice that immediately after guarding your heart Solomon advises what to say. Because he knows the connection of the heart to what you say. He says, put away from thee a forward mouth, verse 24, and perverse lips put far from thee. 
Because what is in your heart would affect what you say. And we know how Jesus said, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's Matthew 12, 34. So with all these established truths, and those of you who say logic, this is logical enough. What you say, your words create your words bring into being what is not there or what was not there before and your words comes from the abundance of what is in your heart so it is important that we have in our hearts that which when we speak will bring into being what we want to see amen so I last week and two weeks ago I spoke about having the cross of Jesus Christ as our focal point because it is from the cross that all the good things and the wonderful things that God has done for us flows by the cross we receive forgiveness by the cross our sicknesses were taken away by the cross life was given to us by the cross curse was taken away from us by the cross poverty was taken away from us by the cross shame was done away and by the cross our rejection was done away with now all of this in exchange for good things by the cross in other words, the punishment that is due us was taken away. And we receive forgiveness. We receive grace. We receive mercy. Sickness was taken away from us. And therefore, we receive healing. Sinfulness was done away with from us that we might receive righteousness death was taken away from us for us to receive life curses were done away with for us to receive the blessings of God poverty was taken away that we might receive the abundance of God the supply of God shame was taken away that the glory of the Lord might be our portion as rejection was taken away from us what came to us was acceptance by God as our old man was dying or died at the cross so we received a new man to live in us what a wonderful place to look at always so you see the cross of Jesus 
it's a very significant place to look to it's a significant place from where our hearts can be filled with the works of God for our lives and when our hearts are filled with the works of God for our lives our confessions would be according to the truth that was done or our confessions will be according to what God did for us so that our confessions will not be based on the lies of Satan but our confessions will be based on the truth of God hallelujah our confessions will be based on the spiritual blessings that was made abundantly available to us like Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 say blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus you know our greatest mistake our greatest mistake is to take away from our view our greatest mistake is to take away from our focus that which is the source of all that we need at the cross Jesus defeated Satan and therefore at the cross you get to know all that was accomplished on your behalf and therefore your confessions will be according to truths not according to lies many of us have filled our hearts with the lies of the devil and therefore our confessions is full of lies and of course we don't see what we hope to see but from today it is changing I said from today it is changing as we focus on the cross of Jesus Christ I said as we focus on the cross of Jesus Christ we are going to be filled in our hearts with truths of our lives with truths of our relationship with God with truths of how precious we are in the sight of God so that when Satan comes with his lies it has no place and finds no place in our hearts hallelujah so today I'm continuing and I want us to look at what was meant for us I will not go much in details but just a little touch of what was meant for us and how that by Christ taking our place he took what was meant for us so that we would receive what was meant for him or what is his hallelujah so in the area of sin the Bible tells us 
in many places what must before the one who sins first of all in Romans chapter 6 verse 23 the Bible tells us that the wages of sin the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord listen to me listen to me God is the creator of everything including you including me and what you think does not matter to him what he says is what will stand because you have not the power to change anything unless he is changing it so if he says that disobedience to my instruction means death well that is what will happen you see don't let satan deceive you through all your intellectual arguments i said don't let satan deceive you through all your intellectual arguments because you can say as much as you want to say but at at the end of the day the one with the power is the one who wins now in your dealings with God in my dealings with God I don't have to acknowledge God for his will to be done he will do his will with or without my acknowledgement, acknowledgement of him as God because he doesn't depend on any man's contribution to accomplish what he sets out to accomplish so the bible tells us that in the beginning when God created man he gave man a clear instruction what man shall do and what man shall not do unfortunately through the lies of satan man was deceived and disobeyed god and you see when it is said and done it is only god's word that shall stand here the educated here the so-called scientists and philosophers of this world make all their declarations but don't you realize that it is only what god says that comes to pass when he says the sun will rise in the east and set in the west with all our technology and with all our innovations we have not been able to change it one bit since we came into this world or at least since I came into this world the sun has never failed to rise from the east 
and set in the west every morning and every evening it rises and it goes down hallelujah it just tells us that God's word would always stand so what we see in the beginning of the beginnings that is in Genesis is that God said in the day that you eat it you shall die Genesis 2.17 Oh, I want somebody to understand what has done what has been done for us. The Bible says in Genesis 2 verse 15, let me start from verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden to dress it and to keep it and the Lord God commanded the man saying the Lord God didn't discuss with the man he's commanded him of every tree of the garden you may freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die It's a very simple instruction. In the day that you shall eat it, you shall surely die. Now, unfortunately, man did not obey the commandment of God. And rather, decided to obey the suggestions of Satan. The result of it is death. Because when you break God's law, when you transgress God's law, death is what awaits you. Unless God has decided to have mercy on you, death is what awaits you. And the Bible says that we are all sinners and in fact that is what David used to negotiate his way out with God when he broke God's law he said don't forget don't forget that even though you have been dealing with a man that looks obedient and that is obedient and everything listen I was shaping in sin and in iniquity was I conceived so don't 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 deal with me like you are dealing with somebody who started off perfect. And the Bible says that because of the sin of Adam and Eve, all that came after the seed of Adam and Eve, which includes you and me, were born in sin to start with. And therefore having been born in sin our nature our nature that we came with is that nature of rebellion and disobedience to God in every way 
So automatically, what awaits us is the punishment for disobedience. The punishment for rebellion. The punishment for sin. And you and I are sinners from birth. We grow to manifest it and to walk in our sins. And what was due for us the Bible says it's punishment for our sins. Now, if you want verses, there are so many verses. I said, if you want verses, there are so many verses. Hallelujah. So what was due to us? This is what was due to us. Listen. In Numbers chapter 15. Verse 28. There are so many verses in the Old Testament that deals with sin. Plenty. That I don't intend to major on that. I want to major on what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. But you see, sometimes... It is necessary to see and to appreciate what was yours. What was rightfully yours by way of punishment in order to be able to appreciate your forgiveness. You see, many of us, it is because we don't have a full picture of what awaited us. When forgiveness or mercy is shown to us, we don't appreciate it. I said, we don't appreciate it. That is why Bishop's camp in, from Botswana, how can I say thanks? It's a very important camp. Because it is only by appreciating what has been done for you that you can give thanks well. I said, it is only by appreciating what has been done for you that you can give thanks well. And you can't appreciate what has been done for you when you don't know what awaited you. Many of us Christians have no clue. It has not entered our hearts what awaited us as it relates to our sinfulness. I said, many of us have no idea what awaited us. Oh, yeah, what awaited us as it relates to our sinfulness. And therefore, having received forgiveness by our faith in Christ, we, we are not being appreciative. But the Bible says in Numbers chapter 15, verse 28, and the priest shall make an atonement for the soul that sinneth ignorantly. When he sinneth by ignorance before the Lord. To make an atonement for him. And he shall be forgiven him. Ye shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance. Both of him that is born among the children of Israel. And for the stranger that sojourneth amongst you. But the soul that doeth out presumptuously. 
whether he be born in the land or a stranger the same reproaches the lord and that shall be cut off from among his people because he despised the word of the lord and has broken his commandment that soul shall utterly be cut off his iniquity shall be upon him can we read this in the new living translation numbers chapter 15 i want you to understand something and i want to say something to you numbers chapter 15 let's start from 28 He said the priest will sacrifice it to purify the guilty person before the Lord. The person will be forgiven. These same instructions apply both to native-born Israelites and to foreigners living among you. But those who brazenly violate the Lord's will, whether native-born Israelites or foreigners, have blasphemed the Lord and they must be cut off from their community. Since they have treated the Lord's word with contempt and deliberately disobeyed his commandment, they must be completely cut off and suffer the punishment of their, for their guilt. Now, this was the instruction God gave concerning sin. I said this was the instruction God gave concerning sin. If you sin ignorantly, you bring an animal for an offering to cover your sins. Remember, the animal they brought did not take away their sins. In every year, they must be reminded that they are sinners. The new one and the old one. Because you see, if this year you come and you come and sacrifice an animal for your sins for that year, the sins for that year is covered. But it doesn't mean that as you go the following year, you will not commit sin. So, and meanwhile, the old one is just covered. That needs to be recovered every year. Plus the new ones that you have committed. So you can imagine the death of sins that keeps coming. And here we are being told that when you sin ignorantly, you must be forgiven by bringing the animal sacrifice. But those who sin intentionally, knowing clearly the word of God, and still going ahead to sin, there's there was to be no forgiveness there was to be no covering there was to be no offering for that sin and they must die because they have deliberately disobeyed the word of god now look listen carefully you and i know the as for the ignorance one we all have it but over and above the ignorance one there are many sins we have committed that we knew we knew what the word of God said we knew it 
and therefore according to numbers chapter 20 chapter chapter 15 we are supposed not to be forgiven you see so this is the gravity of the situation uh, but what do we see what do we see in first john 1 9 it's like what was unforgivable what was what had no solution all of a sudden by the blood of jesus christ i said all of a sudden by the blood of jesus christ there is an opportunity to receive forgiveness remember first john was not written to unbelievers it was written to christians the bible says if we say we have no sins we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us but if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness in other words listen no, listen what i'm trying to show you is the provision that has been made over and above for the sins that we may commit as we even walk with the lord now i'm trying to show you i took you back to what it was and for us to see what it is now so that we can appreciate the great provision of the cross for our lives and the great provision of the cross to make us able to still walk in this world and have fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Now you see, the importance of this truth in our hearts is that it would affect our confessions. It will affect us because you see Satan would want to tell you that you don't qualify to walk as a Christian because since you became a Christian you have had this you have had that and it's too difficult for you this and all the things that many people have but I'm here to explain to you that a provision has been made so much so that you should never for a moment be discouraged because God knows far more than we know I said God knows far more than we know and therefore in his wisdom he has not left us with a trap for the enemy to have power over us but as Jesus hung on the cross he 
provided completely all that we would ever need you see we sing great is thy faithfulness and sing all that I have needed thy hands have provided but we sing it in mind or we sing it with this in mind in other words our physical provisions I said our physical provisions all that I have needed the house house I need the house I provided but listen the great provisions of God involves the work of Jesus on the cross and the precious blood to cover every possible entry of Satan into your life to accuse you but you see your knowledge of this truth would cause you to come boldly before the Lord all the time no matter what happens and for you to seek help instead of saying there's no help from you instead of saying I'm finished you see the provision of Jesus Christ as he hanged on the cross is so vast and so expensive I mean so extensive that it cannot be over with you if you are working with God hallelujah so you see if we don't understand this many of us will be deceived to fall out and I know many people that easily fall off and give themselves and they, they just they just accept and fall out and backslide but may you never backslide I said may you never backslide but may you know may your heart be filled with the knowledge of the work of the cross as it deals with sin so that you will constantly come boldly and declare the truth you see the prodigal son having said everything knew in his heart that his father's love for him would make his father never to reject him many of us come to ourselves but because we our hearts are not filled with the depths of our father's love and our father's provision for us we come to ourselves all right but satan makes us to believe a lie about our father but from today that lie is uprooted out of your heart wherever it is sown is out and receive the infilling of the depth of knowledge of our father and Christ's provision on the cross in the area of sin and as it relates to sin hallelujah so that when you fall you will rise up again the bible says a righteous man falleth seven times but seven times he rises up and you, you the, the only reason why you get up from the sixth fall from the fifth fall from the third fall is because you in your heart you believe you will make it and i see you making it i said i see you making it whatever has easily been besetting you and causing you to trip 
a day will come when you rise up never to fall again because as you keep falling the other areas of your life are being built and you are learning your lessons from the tricks of the enemy a day will come you will rise up never to fall again so i speak to you and say to you that in the word of god abundant provision has been made for you to continue this walk the lord by his spirit through the offering of jesus christ on the cross has made provision for all that you would ever need hallelujah amen amen so as we continue remember this that it's not over with god as you walk with him the next thing i want to talk about is for you to understand this now when you are born again i said when you are born again the bible says that you are crucified with christ in other words as christ hanged on the cross and was dying the pain of the cross the suffering of the cross it's yours it's mine and he was taking it for us so we would have his righteousness now going forward the life we lead we lead the life that we continue to walk in is not our life but it's Christ's life Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 I just want to introduce this topic before I close to continue next week but I feel somebody needs to hear this this week that's why I'm sharing what I'm sharing verse 15 2nd Corinthians 5 15. Paul understanding by the spirit what is exactly happening says that It says, okay, let's read verse 14. For the law, the love of Christ constraineth us. Because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should henceforth live not should not henceforth live unto themselves but unto him which died for them and rose again now this is what the scripture is saying among many things 
the death of Christ is my death. I said the death of Christ is my death. So as he died on the cross for sins, I am dying. And therefore, the life that I now have to live here on earth is not for me, but it should be for him. Now, the first thing is this. If I don't live for him, but I live for myself, I'm not declaring or I'm not showing works that indicates my faith in his death. You see, because in his death, by faith, I believe that he died for me. So the same thing in my living, therefore, that faith that as he was dying, I'm the one dying, makes me to need to live for him. Because I'm saying, as he was dying, I'm the one dying. So that his life that he has, I will live it. So if I'm not living for him, then either I am saying that he didn't die for me, or if he died for me, then I'm cheating him of not honoring my part of the bargain. He died for me that I might live for him. So if I believe that he died for me, that I must live for him, then what it means is that as I live for him, every pain, every sorrow, every difficulty that I experience is not mine, but is his. Listen carefully. If you understand this, that this life that I live now is not my life. It is Christ's life that I am living. That every pain, every difficulty, every sorrow, every tribulation that I experience by living for him is not my pain. It is his pain. It's not my sorrow. It is his sorrow. Because the life that I'm living, I'm not living for myself. I'm living for him. Now, if you don't understand this truth, and this truth is not in your heart, Satan will come and tell you that you are suffering too much. Satan will come and tell you that no, this thing is too much. Listen. Listen. It is not you. The pain that you have is not your pain if you are living for Jesus. The struggles that will come your way as you obey God's word here on earth is not a struggle 
for you it is a struggle for christ because you made an exchange his death was your death and his life has become your life so as you live here remember this i said remember this because you see the reason why this truth is important is because when listen when it is when you feel that this is this is my life the pain becomes unbearable the pain becomes intolerable the the, the difficulties and the challenges makes you feel forsaken by god but if you understand that this is not yours it is for christ then then you understand that it is god who is decided to do what he's doing with the life of christ that you are living and you can approach him and never feel forsaken never feel re- ne- neglected no it is a pain that he has chosen to have in his life and you are just living his life for him so this pain is not your pain because the bible tells us that our life is hid in christ colossians 3 it says our life is hid in christ so this life is not yours and so don't make irrational decisions thinking that it is your life no it is christ's life and allow him to do with this life that you are living for him what he wants and i tell you when i received this revelation and i said the pain of my life as i live for jesus it's not my pain it's not my pain it's his pain i said it is his pain the disappointments that come to me the unjust treatments that i receive because i have chosen to walk his word it's not mine it's his therefore i don't have to fret myself that is the way he has chosen that is the way he has allowed his life to play out as i live it for him it is his decision it is his choice therefore i cannot say it's too much it's not too much because it's not mine because my life is hit with him colossians 3 verse 3 oh thank you holy spirit i don't know if you understand it but if you don't understand it pray about it i'll explain it further next week it says for ye are dead is that not what we what we believe when we do the baptism as we go down we declare that we die we identify with the death of christ for ye are dead and your life is hid 
with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then ye also shall appear with him in glory. Oh, what a truth. I don't know if you can see what I'm seeing. You see, when he was dying, you were dying. So the day he appears, you would also appear. So the life here now, remember this, it's not your life. Allow God to use it for what he wants to use it for. Don't steal it and use it for yourself. Don't ascribe the difficulties that it encounters as you obey the word of God. Don't ascribe it that it's yours. It's not yours. It's Christ. Allow him to do with the life that he has given you to live for him. Allow him to do with it what he wants to do with it. Don't steal from him his life and what he wants to do with it. Because your life is hid in him. As he died, you died. The day he shall appear, you shall also appear. Hallelujah. Remember this. I said, remember this. Because you see, if you have this understanding, every pain is bearable. Every pain is tolerable. Everything else is is better. You can handle it. I said, everything else, you can handle it. Because as you obey the word of God, it's going to bring you many discomforts. Some of the problems you have to you have, it's because you want to obey the word of God. That is why it's a problem. But otherwise, it's not a problem. The money you don't have, the pleasure you don't have, there's so many things you have to deny yourself. It's because you have chosen to obey God's word. But I want you to know this truth. It's not your life. It's Christ's life. According to your confessions. According to my confessions. The day he shall appear. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I don't know, I don't know if you understand what I understand, what I am understanding. I wish I had known this earlier. Many of my tears, I would have wiped it away. It would never even flow. I didn't know this. That it's not mine. I said it's not mine. It's not mine. May you be conscious of this truth. And therefore never shy away from allowing Christ to do with his life that you are living for what is pleasing to the Father. No matter what pain it will bring, no matter what difficulty it will bring, strive to walk in the word of God and obey it. It's not your life. It's the life of Christ. Because the Bible says, your life. I said, because the Bible says, your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ shall appear, you shall also appear. 
lift up your voice and thank the Lord for this truth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shakoro. Murianderia Sataria Katabaya Baba. Zibalanderia Baba Sunduri Baba Sendiria Kababaya. Yukuroma Shinduri Baba Yukiriban Hama Sataria Baba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm glad that you Oh, Jesus, thank you. Holy Spirit, let this truth sink in our hearts. Let it be part of our thinking, our being. Let it guide our actions and our acts. Let it guide how we perceive things, our perception. Thank you. That I have provision for forgiveness enough. Zirama sondo kabosi kele babo. Bikaroli kati karoli kasada. Bikaroli riya baba sada. Lord, let this truth be part of our fabric, our thinking, our renewed mind. Sele babo si karaba. Mirabolo baba ya bokoro mashikele baba. Makondo koromashi teri basoko. Let me live for you. It's yours. My life is hid with you. And when you shall appear, I shall also appear. But for now, whilst I'm here, the life that I live, I live by you. It is your life. It is your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. I'm glad Lift up your voice and thank him. Bless his name. He did what you could never have done. So that you could do what he would have done. I could not Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes, for this understanding, this truth. Oh, yes. Me that I could never have done. Oh yes. Never failed me yet. Thank you, Jesus. Never failed. Yes, I receive understanding. I receive insight. I cannot understand why Paul said I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And the life which I now live, 
in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me Jesus thank you Holy Spirit what we didn't know thank you for helping us to know today what we never understood thank you for making us understand it today going forward we shall not shy away we shall not be afraid Jesus' love has never failed me yet. Yes, I know. That's one thing. Let your hand, your power be received in our homes. That wherever I may go. Cause us to understand Jesus' love is never what we never made. knew before. Jesus love is never Thank you. Thank you. Me. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for setting us free. For Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Today we are free knowing the magnitude of the provision of Jesus Christ on the cross for our walk in this life. That that which was unforgivable by his death on the cross has made it possible to be forgiven. By his complete provision he has enabled me to walk in this life fearlessly without what ifs but knowing that every provision of my life to walk in fellowship with God has been made thank you for this understanding and rich revelation that my life is not my own what I live now is not mine it belongs to Jesus and therefore I surrender it to Jesus that he may do with it oh God as he pleases I'll go through everything that I need to go through in obedience to the word of God because of this truth that has empowered me to know that it's not my life it is Christ's life therefore I allow him to do with this life that I live for him what he wants to do Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. It's over. I surrender. I surrender everything to you, Lord. That pain that is present in my life is not my pain. It's your pain. Oh, yes. It's not my pain, it's your pain. The tribulations, the challenges that I'm experiencing because I said yes to you, it's not mine, it's yours. Because my life is hid with you. When you appear, I shall appear. Help me to be faithful to live your life for you. Let me never use it contrary to your will. 
but let me walk it the way you would want me to walk it for you walked and obeyed God in all your things you were found faithful as I live it for you Lord let me do likewise let me never stand in your way let me never take that which is yours and use it for myself but I yield to you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit Lord bless your word in our hearts thank you that the enemy shall not steal it thank you that is laid in a good ground and it shall bring forth fruit the thorns and the curse of this world has no power to stop it in the name of Jesus I pray thank you thank you Holy Spirit maybe somebody invited you and you joined the service I need you to know this that without Jesus your mountain of sin stands before God and to pay it you have to pay it with your life the difference between paying it with your life and allowing Jesus to pay it for you is that in Jesus Christ there's the power of resurrection and therefore death could not hold him captive therefore Christ dying for you gives you an opportunity to live again if you died and you have to die for yourself there's no opportunity for you to live again and therefore this is an opportunity to believe in Jesus and to receive him as your Lord and Savior that the same thing of paying for your sins will be done to your advantage I advise you not to choose to die for yourself because there will be no resurrection for you but when Christ dies for you there will be resurrection for you choose the option of letting him die for you so that you will live for him as every head is bowed wherever you are the bible says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord you have an opportunity to choose whether you would choose to die for yourself or you let Christ do it that you receive life from him every head bowed and every eye closed you want to say pastor play with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to receive Jesus Christ as a provision of God for my life let us pray heavenly father heavenly father I come to you I come to you as a sinner I know my sins. I know my sins. I have been rebellious all the days of my life. Of my life. But today, but today, I come to surrender. I come to surrender. And I say, Lord, your way. And I say, Lord, your way. I choose. I choose. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. As I believe in Jesus Christ. As I believe in Jesus Christ. As your son. As my son. Who came to die for me. Who came to die for me. He died for my sins. He died for my sins. Rose again on the third day. Rose again on the third day. Seated at your right hand. Seated at the right hand. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ. As the way to you. As the way to you. And I receive him as such. 
and I receive him as such. As my Lord. As my Lord. As I come to you, God. As I come to you, God. In repentance. In repentance. I submit myself totally to you. I submit myself totally to you. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of all my sins. And cleanse me with the precious blood of Jesus. And cleanse me with the precious blood of Jesus. From today. From today. I am totally yours. I'm totally yours. I am surrendered to you. I'm surrendered to you. And I will walk in your ways. And I'll walk in your ways. You will direct my path. You will direct my path. And I will follow you. And I will follow you. As you guide me. As you guide me. By your Holy Spirit. By your Holy Spirit. Jesus. Jesus. I receive you. I receive you. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Lead me. Lead me. In the path of righteousness. In the path of righteousness. May I live for you. May I live for you. The rest of this life. The rest of this life. In your name I pray. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious souls. Keep them safe. Keep them safe in your mighty hands and by your power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.